More insight and rumors on former Cowboys NFL landing spots, 2022 bowl game predictions, and conference play for both baseball and softball has started, so we'll check in on them and see what they've got coming up this weekend, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes. Your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This episode of Locked On Pokes is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skills versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com slash locked on. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast. Welcome back if you've been here before. This is your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Linda Godfrey. You can find all of my fantasy football work on Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life newsletter, I am an avid and very loud Oklahoma State fan on my Twitter. You can find that at Lindellians. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. But make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. I just finished watching KU win the national championship I will say it now, but I'm going to dedicate a segment to it this week. The Big 12 Basketball Conference is the toughest conference in basketball. I don't care. I will die on this hill. Like I said, we'll talk about it later this week. But I think the last three years, a Big 12 team has made it to the national championship. Each year, a different team kind of speaks for itself. Again, I'll get into it, but... Congratulations to the Jayhawks. Great win, you know, coming back in the second half. It was it was a fun game. So getting into today's first topic, we have NFL hopeful Cowboys Jalen Warren, L.D. Brown, and Trey Sterling is who we're focusing on today. Just some buzz that I've seen about them, starting first with Jalen Warren. He was seen talking to the Los Angeles Chargers personnel after Oklahoma State Pro Day. At the Pro Day, Jalen Warren improved his vertical jump from the combine. Uh, He went from 31.5 inches to 34 inches at the pro day. Warren also had really strong broad jumps at both the combine and the pro day. Uh, Some of the top of the running backs that participated in that drill. He proved he could be a workhorse in 2021. We saw what Jalen Warren's capable of. Speaking specifically to the Chargers running back room, they, of course, have Austin Eckler. He is their pass-catching back. He is their running back one. He's kind of their do-it-all right now, but the Chargers have been trying to find a bruising running back, a depth piece that can come in on third down and get that one yard that maybe they don't want to use their kind of pass-catching running back to do. So they've tried with Joshua Kelly. It didn't work out. They've got Larry Roundtree also in that depth chart and that's not really working out either. So getting a guy like Jalen Warren, especially when they can get him cheap and fill the spots that they need to fill to complete that Super Bowl roster that they're working on. And and the Chargers are definitely they know their window is now on Justin Herbert's rookie contract. So they're certainly pushing for that. 
So getting a guy like Jalen Warren, who will likely be a day three pick, maybe even a un, undrafted free agent, is great for them if it if it all works out because they're getting him late and he's that guy that they can put in on third down and will push that pile and get the first down when it's needed. So that's the rumor we've heard with Jalen Warren. I am sure other schools are talking to him. This is just purely what I've seen and what I'm able to get a full grasp on. That's all I'm sharing. LD Brown at his pro day, he had 125 inch broad jump, which is just monstrous again, coming up at the top of running backs. The 2021 season was unfortunately derailed by injuries for LD, but he tested well at Oklahoma State's pro day. He's, uh, I've heard he's talked to both the Dallas Cowboy and the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks, of course, are home to former Oklahoma State running back Chris Carson, who just had neck surgery. Uh, last season after being out with injury. So there's certainly a, a possibility of making like an Oklahoma State to Seattle Seahawks pipeline, but we do know that the Dallas Cowboy Oklahoma State pipeline already exists. It's already defined and was just added to this offseason when James Washington signed with the Cowboys. So that's su- something that certainly already exists, but it's nice to know that L.D. Brown's getting some attention, especially since his last year wasn't what he wanted it to be. L.D. Brown is likely an undrafted free agent, but he's got a good pass-blocking grade, good straight line speed, so he's somebody that's going to get a chance somewhere. He may end up on a practice squad before he gets an official shot in the NFL, but we have seen undrafted rookie running backs succeed in the NFL, especially the last couple of years. So I'm not worried about it. I know he's got the drive to get it done. So even if he is an undrafted free agent, I think he'll find a spot where he gets kind of a chance to shine and ends up with a shot at an NFL roster. Trey Sterling has been seen having talks with the Cowboys, another former Oklahoma State Cowboy with potential potential to be a future Dallas Cowboy. At his pro day, he had a strong shuffle and broad jump. Trey is a ball hawk. He is much like most of Oklahoma State's defense. The last two years, he follows that football. He anticipates reads. He is dangerous if he gets the ball in his hands. Now, he did miss a lot of 2021 with injuries, but he should get a shot on a team in April. I think he's probably a day three pick, but I think he'll he'll be kind of a steal of the draft. He's a name that once offseason and, and preseason practices start, his name will kind of start popping up on whichever team he was taken by. I think you start to kind of see his name come up. Oh, he popped in practice. Oh, he kind of did this in practice. I think Trey Sterling's that kind of player where – Maybe you don't realize how much he helps until you see it firsthand. And we've all seen that, so we know what he brings to the table. But Oklahoma State fans pretty unanimously agree that he was a combine snub. So it was nice to see him have such a good pro day. And it's good to know that teams are reaching out to him and he's getting the attention that he deserves. Other teams that I saw attended Oklahoma State's pro day besides the Cowboys, Chargers, and Seahawks are the Miami Dolphins and the Tennessee Titans. It's fair to say at this point that a handful of NFL scouts and position coaches were at Oklahoma State's Pro Day, so we know that they're getting some attention. I know Locked On Cowboys host has mentioned his admiration for Devin Harper. Malcolm Rodriguez is a name that continues to gain traction. I mean, every week he's just kind of picking up more steam in fan bases and draft circles. A couple more weeks before the NFL draft kicks off, so I'll keep an eye on all of this. I love this stuff. I like to see 
the players that I've watched to grow through college end up fulfilling their dreams. It's, it's the kind of stuff that, you know, I cliche, but dreams are made of. And so it's, it's really fun for me to watch. I always keep an eye on it. So I appreciate you guys letting me babble it all to you. I will report back anything I find, whether I'm starting rumors or not. Adulthood thrives on gossip. You know, I'm right. Don't argue with me. You know, I'm right. Next up, 247 Sports released their 2022 college football bowl game predictions. So we're going over all of the Big 12 mentions. But first, I loved March Madness. I loved doing it. The brackets, keeping track of all of it with pen and paper. Again, congratulations to KU. I can't remember the last time that I truly made it deep into a bracket tournament. So I always hedge my bets with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA Single Game Pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. In addition to the Pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players that you can take on with a set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fix. This is the way that daily fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to receive a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So 247 Sports released the 2022 bowl game predictions. I'm going over just the ones from the Big 12. I'm going to say right out of the gate that I'm disappointed that nobody at 247 Sports had the guts to give Kansas a bowl game. I think that you know, it's probably a fever dream to hope that they have that kind of turnaround. But man, I just can't help but get like a little excited about the potential of Kansas becoming a contender. I think that's only good for the Big 12 as a whole is to just make sure that everybody can contend. So that would be huge. And I wish somebody had the guts to make that call. But alas, nobody didn't. So I'm going to go over just a couple of them and then I'll dive into the three that I had the biggest opinions on. Opinions is a good word. So they had Kansas State versus Florida at the Liberty Bowl, Iowa State versus Purdue at the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, Texas versus Kentucky at the Texas Bowl. Big ass for Texas to turn it around after not making a bowl game in 2021 and losing to Kansas, who you refuse to give a bowl game prediction for, but... I digress. And then the first responder bowl, Minnesota versus Tennessee. So that leaves the three that I have any kind of big opinion on, starting first with the Cheez-It Bowl, North Carolina State versus Oklahoma State. Now, Oklahoma State and Spencer Sanders are no stranger to the Cheez-It Bowl. They won it in 2020 against Miami, 37-34. to I'm okay with this call. I'm okay with the Cheez-It Bowl. It's not... You know, a ton of pressure if we don't if we don't play as well as we did last year, but also it's a little degrading. I maintain that Oklahoma State is returning most of its important pieces from last year. 
namely Mike Gundy and Spencer Sanders. A head coach-quarterback duo returning is not something that every Big 12 team can say. In fact, I believe only Baylor and Oklahoma State have the distinct honor of returning both. However, I understand the loss of veterans on defense. I understand the loss of Jalen Warren. I understand the loss of Jim Knowles. I understand even the loss of the offensive line, though I would argue that that is kind of being taken care of right right now, at least being addressed. It's been addressed with the additions of the three transfers, but I, I understand losing the defensive coordinator. I get all of that. But when you're talking about the Big 12 specifically and you're looking at two teams, Baylor and Oklahoma State, that return their quarterback and their head coach, I think that has to speak more than than what they're about to give OU credit for, and we'll get there. But So I, I agree that it's not the best that it could be, but it's it's kind of where goals might be. I think Oklahoma State is getting overlooked again, and I think the Cowboys get overlooked every single season, and that gives them – hell in the seasons that were not overlooked that seems to be the seasons that we underperform so overlook us we love to be an underdog I think every Oklahoma State fan can agree with that it just gives us more you know it's fuel to the hate fire I'm I'm ready to go I'm ready to be an underdog every day of the week if that's where we have to be at the Alamo Bowl 247 Sports has Utah versus Baylor Again, this is fair, in my opinion. Baylor has their head coach, their offensive coordinator, who I, you guys know I believe is the most important part of that Baylor puzzle. Their quarterback is returning after winning the Big 12 last season. Ugh, that still gives me like heartburn to say. Now, obviously, there's plenty to wade through in the Big 12 conference. They've got to be OU, us, Texas. Like they, I, There are good teams in the in the Big 12. So there's certainly that to get through, but they're returning a lot of their production from last season. Plenty of teams that linger at the top without taking full advantage of that can absolutely derail a season set for greatness. So there's there's no like settling for Baylor. They're not going into the season going, oh, we got this in the bag. And they know that. I, I don't believe for a second that they think that, but I think fans can can get complacent in that way where they're sure that they're returning all the pieces that are important. I don't mind this prediction, though. It's a strong bowl game for a team returning its most important pieces, in my opinion. So I get this call. I'm fine with it. Here's the one that I have a worse opinion on. Sugar Bowl, Oklahoma versus Texas A&M. Now, in the blurb, 247 Sports literally says Oklahoma is still kind of a mystery after losing their streak atop the Big 12 last season. But still, they give them the best bowl game of anybody in the Big 12. A New York a New Year's game in the Sugar Bowl. A coach that has never been a head coach before. A new Big 12 quarterback. All types of replacement needing in the trenches, both on offense and on defense. And they're still the favorite. Like Texas, OU could lose several seasons in a row, and it would not affect how the media feels about their darling Sooners. Whatever Brent Venables put in the freaking Kool-Aid worked. He has absolutely sold himself on a gem of a head coach. He has convinced everybody from media to fans that to donors that he is the only answer 
for the Sooners head coaching position. It's going to be really interesting to see how this season goes. Now, if they come out and they win and they play, hell, I'll even give them if they play good. Maybe not even win the Big 12, but play well enough that they're confident in their coach. It'll be okay. Anything less than top three in the Big 12, mayhem. It is going to be absolute mayhem. And as much as Oklahoma has been in the media, in the press, because of Lincoln Riley leaving, and I'm not... Listen, I understand that they're upset with him, but because of the visceral reaction to that and because of the way he left to go to USC and because of the transfers and everything like that, OU and USC have been in the media heavy. It's a lot of what we're seeing this offseason. So either one of those schools falters this season and does something that like the media deems is even slightly less than successful, look out chaos is going to ensue. So it's interesting to me that they could admit that OU is is kind of wading water right now instead of beating everybody in the freestyle swim and still give them the best bowl game. I am very intrigued to see what Oklahoma puts on the field this season. Brent Venables, Brent Venables might be a godsend. He might be the best collegiate head coach we've ever seen, but we don't know anything yet. And he's already being viewed as like, like they're already drawing up the measurements for his statue. And, you know, kudos to him. He sold himself well. He made himself very liked. So, I mean, you can't really be mad at the guy for that. He did exactly what you would want your head coach to do. But those are the three bowl game predictions that I had the most um, opinions about. Like I said, Nothing against 247 Sports. They're always putting out really, really great work. It's fun to read. Coming up, a little baseball and softball update. Now the conference play is up and running. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Master Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews for all the different leagues this season. You guys know I'm going to get in on that Masters betting action. I love the Masters. It is probably one of my favorite weekends of the year. Definitely one of my favorite sporting events of the year. I am so excited. I've already started my research. We've started fantasy drafts. So I'll be looking to hedge my bets just a little bit in that regard. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. A little baseball softball update starting first with number six, Oklahoma State Baseball. These rankings are from D1 Baseball Rankings. At the end of March, they swept Kansas. They won the series against K-State 2-1. And they kick off the Bedlam series on Friday the 8th in Stillwater at Obrate. That is my next big sporting event. We went to the Thunder game. It was a blast. I only teared up a little when Lindy hit his first three in front of me. It was fine. I acted very mature. But my next big sporting event is a game at Obrate. I'm very excited. Sooners are unranked, and the Big 12 play so far. They've taken a series against Baylor 2-1, and then they dropped a series against Texas 1-2. We did play the Sooners, and I don't know if it was considered an exhibition game, but it didn't count towards conference play, and 
I'm not really fully understanding what happened there, but they played on March 29th, and OU did win on a walk-off 7-6, so it'll be nice to get back facing against the Sooners. I think we got it in the bag. I always do. That's how I go into every Bedlam matchup. We just remain confident. Confidence is key. Number seven, Oklahoma State Cowgirl Softball. Again, this ranking is D1 Softball Rankings. To start off conference play, the ladies secured a sweep of Texas Tech, including a, including two run-ruled games. They followed that up with a Baylor sweep and face-off against Iowa State this weekend. Iowa State is in the midst of a streak of their own, but this one a losing streak, dro- dropping all three of their games to BYU and then another three games to Texas. So they're on a six-game losing streak. The Cowgirls on a six-game winning streak. Hopefully we can keep both streaks intact this weekend. That's what we want to see. As conference play continues, I'll be keeping my eye on everything. Now, you may have heard this, but spring practice for the football team was canceled today because a fluid started working its way through the locker room. This practice will be made up later in April. But make sure to check back in tomorrow and the rest of the week. We've got former Cowboys playing in the Masters this weekend, plus much, much more. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. I read their first mock draft today. It was I, I love geeking out on that kind of stuff. So if you're a big NFL fan and your teams have an early pick or a first-round pick, definitely make sure to check them out. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians, or you can follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!